Hi, thanks for joining us on the Renewed Mind Life podcast. I'm Carol. And I'm Denise. This is a place for Christian women who are ready to experience the freedom that comes from trusting God with your mind, body, and spirit. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. It is Cheryl and... Denise. (laughs) You always pause. Okay. Anyway, yes, we're here. We are live Probably not when you're hearing this, but we're live right now. And I know, I know it's too much. So today uh, we were going to focus on a topic since we're still in the the beginnings episodes of plans and making those plans and what happens when the plans fall through. So for today's daily declaration, we're going to focus on the thought that God has good plans for me. God has good plans for me. God has good that. plans for me. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, we've got to know that. We've got to believe that. And we have to understand that even when things don't look like they're making much sense, that we are not in, in uh, possession of the full picture. And Jesus um, knows what we need. And won't let us down. He's promised over and over again in his word that I will never leave you nor forsake you. So let's talk about the verse that this comes from. And the verse is Jeremiah 29, 11. It's my signature verse, by the way. If one can have a signature verse, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> and there um The many different versions, you know, they say it all, you know, so beautifully. But this one is from the New King James Version. And it says, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. And so many people need that right now. They need hope. Some people are just in a situation that feels hopeless. You know. So... I was thinking about my life and the plans that I've made and how I don't think not one of them has come to fruition. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I started like, I, you know, I make lists, you know, I'm extremely OCD, very organized. I have all of the, you know, details worked out, but, um, there's a problem with that. I mean, that can be a good thing and it can be a really bad thing. You know, it can, it's good because I have administrative skills and I, I like to get things done and I get great satisfaction on a job well done. But it, it's also debilitating when things don't work out and something foils my plan. Then it's like, oh, my gosh, I can't do this. this is, do you remember the other day when I was crying and everything <laughs> because I was I got so overwhelmed? Definitely. I mean, I think that it's really easy to get overwhelmed when we try to take over and try to make our own plans. Yeah. No. Yep. I, so, I that, yeah. So going back to um, when I was a kid, um, I kind of just went with my parents' plans. You know, they made the plans for me. They took good care of me, so I didn't have to worry. You know, it was it was good until I hit my teenage years. And then I started getting really, you know, rebellious, hitting those heavy metal concerts and all kinds of stuff like that. But I actually always knew that I did want to go to college. So when I went to college, it was because it was when I wanted to not the first time when I 
was asked to leave because I went to a private Christian college and they were like, you know, this isn't working out. You're, you're not abiding by the rules. And okay, so I had to leave. But then when I was ready and I, you know, went back and it was my choice, my decision to go to college and, and to go where I wanted to go. So um, when I did that and I set that goal for myself of having the, um, the grades and just working and not having any, any student loan debt when I graduated. And I accomplished all of that. And that felt really good. Then got married. We bought a house, accomplished that. Check, check, check. Everything's great, right? Then it was after, I think, 9-11. When 9-11 happened, that really tore us apart. Like not, not just as a country, but like people individually, personally, it kind of really touched everybody. And for me and my, my husband, his business just went down in down the tank. It was horrible. So there went the house, the beautiful house that I loved, that I placed so much value on and importance on, gone. The car, my beautiful Lexus <laughs> that I only had for like two months, gone. Um, you know, everything was gone. We had to leave California. We had to move out of state, sell the house. And I, I think really that is when my dependence on alcohol really, really took root because before then I liked to drink and have fun and yeah, I would get out of control and I wouldn't drink for a couple of months, but now it was like, I need to not feel this shame and pain. And so I'm just going to drink it away. And I did. And I did for years. My plans didn't work out. I planned on raising my children near my family in California. We were all going to be, you know, together. And um, my husband's business was going to be successful and all of these outside things. Well, when, what happens when we count on things outside of God's plan for us? You know what happens? It falls apart. It was not God's will that um, that I work for my husband because we fought all the time. But I pushed that. I wanted to work with him. I wanted to kind of wanted to be in control. I'm a very controlling person. I don't know if you've ever noticed that, <laughs> Denise, but I'm a little itsy bitsy bit controlling. No, I know, right? So when I um. When I was working for him, it was kind of like, uh, we're going to do things my way. And he was like, mm, no, this is my business. Like, oh, no, it's our business. No, it really wasn't. It was his business. I was just working for him. So it was it was hard. So that plan fell apart. And when it did and it became apparent that we were going to have to sell the house because they were going to foreclose, we were literally getting to the point where it was going to foreclosure. And we went to visit my in-laws in Arizona for a couple of days, just for the weekend. And I took a long walk because they lived way out in Prescott and it was like out in the woods and things like that. So I went for a walk and I stared, I came up on a cliff. I don't know. There's not a lot of cliffs out there, but there was this cliff and <laughs> I looked down this valley was beautiful. And, and then I said, oh, my gosh, I feel like I'm in the wilderness, God. I just prayed. And I said, I feel like I am all alone out here and I'm in the wilderness. And, you know, we were there for three days. And I thought about Jesus being out for 40 days in the wilderness, right, with 
the temptations that Satan was trying to offer him. And I thought, gosh, you know, Jesus relied on his word, on the word of God, and that's what I need to do. So I did, went back home, tried to get it together, tried to make the best of the move, and it did end up to be a good move for us. If we wouldn't have moved here, I wouldn't have met Denise. So the plans, you know, that God has for us are perfect. Have you had any plans that ever fell through like that? Well, you know, that's the thing. Like when you brought up this topic, I'm like, I don't know if I have anything to say because I look back and I'm like, I don't, I never had any plans. And I, I'm like, I never had any plans. Wait a minute. No, I never had any plans. And I feel almost like, wow, a a loser, but I'm like, okay, no, I don't feel like a loser, but I'm like, did I have any plans? No, that's unusual for someone in your position because you have you know, degrees and you have a good job and you have a house and a husband and all these things. And yeah, it just kind of fell in your lap. Yeah, it seems so shocking. And in, in, on one hand, because, yes, I'm successful. I have several college degrees and, and I have, you know, uh, an amazing husband and who loves me so much. And yet um I've been through through the ringer um, and but so I never thought that I would make it through high school. Um, I was always in trouble um, by my own making, um, you know, because of the drugs and alcohol and because of my not being able to tame my tongue, which I think is a great topic. Um, and I, I like I've said before, I did not know the Lord and I really did not see any type of hope or future for me and not in a negative way. It just was not anything like, okay, yeah. And then when I thought about going to college, okay, I'll go to college. But like I've said before, I chose San Diego State because it was a party school. That's all I thought about was going to party. Um, Nice. Yeah. And then, you know, I was like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll get married someday. Like, and it was the thought of marriage was like, you, you, you get married, you grow up, you get married. Like everything in my life was always, you do this because you do that because you grow up and you do that. And, and actually that's been a huge thing in my life now as an adult Christian, like woman, like I'm being mentored right now. And part of being mentored is finding out who I am, who God is. And, and like, just I'm, I'm growing up right now, right now, Mm -hmm. as you know, a 51 year old woman learning all of this stuff right now. Um, Mm -hmm. like what is, what is, you know, and, and it's, and sometimes I feel like, well, maybe I should already know this stuff, but it just, I don't. <laughs> and that's okay. I'm embracing it and realizing that for whatever reason, there are things that I don't know and that I'm learning them now. And the Lord is, is revealing them to me now or allowing me to learn them now. And I'm ready. And, um, you know, my, my brain is no longer pickled and it's, it's awesome. And, you know, whether or not I, I had those plans, I, I didn't. And, 
uh, and I still I realize now that I I when I try to make plans now, yeah, I it's best to leave them to the Lord because yeah. when I try to make the plans, I make a big mess. <laughs> anything past a couple hours, you know, I can make a big mess of mess of things. <laughs> Yeah, I hear you. Me too. Well, you know, speaking of pickled brains, have you ever played pickleball? Oh, no. But, you know, I like tennis and, you know, they're taking some of these public tennis courts and pickling them all up. I don't get it. Mm. Yeah, I think I'm going to try it. I think it might be a pickleball protege. I don't know. We'll give it a whirl. Really? Yeah. But I like to eat pickles. (laughs) I know. I love pickles. Pickles are the best. Okay, so there was um, something that you <laughs> that you mentioned that brought up that um, I was just like, wow. So you were talking about how you just did the next thing that was expected, right? And that makes it easy because it takes the pressure off of us having to be the bl- the one to blame for our bad choices, right? well, I, I went to school because that's what I was supposed to do. I went to college and, you know, I got kicked out. So that wasn't my fault. I got married because that's what you're supposed to do, but it didn't work out. So it's not my fault. You know what I mean? Like just going through and, and it's absolving yourself, not you particularly, but, pe- you know, absolving oneself of responsibility when they just did it without any pre-planning or any forethought. Oh, I think it's that, definitely wasn't my fault yeah. anyways. It was all his fault. <laughs> <laughs> it was all his fault. Not the Lord's. Not the Lord's. No, no, my no. <laughs> Let me clarify. The other guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get it. So the next thing in the, you know, next phase in my life um, after that happened was I kind of withdrew and didn't even want to make plans because I was so afraid that if I made plans, it wasn't going to work out and I would be so disappointed again. So it kind of kept me in this, this cycle of um, really negative self-talk, you know, like, oh no, nothing's going to work out for you. You can't do that. It's just going to fall apart anyway. Why even dream to the point where I didn't even want to buy a house again, because I was like, why, you know, we're going to buy a house and it's going to be taken from us. We're going to buy a nice car and it's going to be taken from taken from us. So I just didn't even want to go into being hopeful or being, um, I guess, being expectant that good things were going to come my way because I went through a period of probably a decade where things just did not go my way. And then they got really good for like probably five, six years. And then, you know, we had another tragedy in 2018, but we're getting through this. We're getting through it. And I know that this, what happened was nothing that any of us would have planned, but I do believe and trust that God does have a plan that this situation isn't going to be in vain and that we're, we're going to come through it having a better knowledge of, how good God is. Well, you know, I mean, James in, you know, when you read the book of James, you know, uh, he talks about the trials and um, consider it all joy. My brothers, when you encounter various trials, right. And the testing of your faith produces endurance. 
And that's the first thing that came to mind when you're talking about, um, you know, being tested, you know, for those 10 years, you know, not having your things back and then going through what you went through and in 2018, what's still continuing with that. And, you know, just that perseverance with if anybody remembers back to, you know, my word that I chose for this year. Um, and, And it's just, I think that's the thing that keeps me going, right? And I, I, I know the Lord has these plans for me, and I know He's not going to, you know. I, I have so much trust and faith in the Lord with my, like I said, the plans. When I finally realize, okay, if I'm going to make plans, which I've tried now over the years, they, they don't work out for me when I do it, right? Mm-hmm. I know that whether I'm sober or not, when I make plans, my plans are, they don't work out. But when I turn it over to the Lord, they might not be what I want, but they're in my best interest, right? That's the thing. What Denise wants doesn't always happen, but what the (laughs) Lord wants happens and it's, it's for the better. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's those trials that, okay, they make us feel uncomfortable, right? It sometimes feels like we're walking on, you know, rocks with bare feet. But, you know, when we get to the other side, it's soft pillows, you know, and it's, it's like, okay, I, I made it. Thank you, Lord. And then we also have that resiliency and we're able to share that with the next person. I know you've been through things and you're like, especially in in marriage, you've been able to mentor me in some ways where you're like, hey, you know what? This is what happened earlier in my marriage. And so I'm like, oh, okay. I thought it was just me, you know? Yeah. And so I think that as part of the plans, you know, God puts people in our lives as part of the plans too. Absolutely. Oh, so God's plan was, you know, to put, you know, her son in my class so that I could meet Cheryl so that Cheryl could be my maid of honor. And it's like, okay, okay, God, just keep bringing me some more. Just keep, I'm just (laughs) going to sit here and be on this train ride and see where it goes. I'm loving it. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I think that we, we do, um, we do not or don't pay enough attention to the things that God has brought into our lives that we, you know, didn't plan for. But I was just looking at Isaiah chapter 55. And this verse is just so beautiful. It says, um, chapter 55, verse nine, for just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. See, because we don't know all the things that he has planned for us. And we don't know that this terrible thing that happened is, is going to come out being a blessing to someone somewhere. You know, I mean, there's stories all over the internet. My, you know, to a podcast by um, a prisoner that he was in prison for like 10 years or something like that. And 
he got out. He's got this dog training business now and he's doing really well and he's totally turned his life around. So we don't know all the time that something that's bad won't have a good outcome at some point. Oh, exactly. And, and the thing is, is that if we knew what the plans were, then it's like, okay, what would we do? Would we continue down that same path? Would we say, you know, it's that whole thing of, would we say, nope, nope, I don't want it. You know, that, yeah. that's, that's why he doesn't tell us, you know, because we, we would, the, it wouldn't, the outcome wouldn't be the same if we knew in advance. Right. Yeah, isn't there a verse about that? Like something that says to the effect of, or maybe I just read it in another book somewhere, but it's like, I'm glad I don't know what God, what the future holds, because then if I knew and it was good, then maybe I wouldn't walk, walk so closely with the Lord because, you know, I wouldn't need him because I know, oh, everything's going to be fine. And if I knew that it was going to be bad, maybe then I would lose faith because I would say, well, why didn't God stop that from happening? Right. I mean, um, I think that and that seems to be the thing, too. It's like when people um, I sometimes I feel like um, I'm closer to the Lord when um, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Um, when I when I seem to be falling away from the Lord, that's when I feel like things start kind of going awry. It's like, mm-hmm. he's like, hey, you're not talking to me as much, so I'm going to, you know, trip you up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And I'm yeah, like, Wait. I, I just feel like, and I'm like, no, he doesn't do that. That's just me not paying attention so much. And I'm like, right. I'm doing that to myself, you know, but I'm, mm-hmm. I'm glad those things happen because it reminds me, you know, to get back on track, you know, mm-hmm. or I have the Bible app and then I'm like, Hey, wait a minute. My streak isn't, you know, my streak's gone. What happened? I love that. And I'm like, um, oh, well, that's because I've been using my paper Bible. And I'm like, I don't, I don't care. I still need to open it every day because I like to see my streak. <laughs> I do too. I have this app and it's called Pray. It's the Pray app. And um, it gives me every morning, it's like little confetti. You're on a streak, you know? And I'm like, okay, so even if, um, if I don't have time to read it, I'm still going to open it. So I get my streak and my confetti. Yeah. So we have to have these instant gratifications. And I had a really nice um, devotional on there this morning too. Not, not a devotional meditation. You know how we were talking about meditation the other day. We need to do that as a podcast topic too, meditation, uh, because this was such a good biblical, biblically based meditation. And I just felt so relaxed. I listened to it on the way to work. I almost fell asleep. I probably shouldn't listen to meditation when I go to work. I'm driving and stuff. No, yeah, I would not recommend that. Yeah. 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 So definitely to our listeners, we do not recommend that you listen to meditations while you're driving. Yeah, hopefully our voices don't put them to sleep. <laughs> Can you see it? I, don't I was listening so. to the Renewed Mind Life podcast and all of a sudden I woke up in the hospital. <laughs> that would be oh awful. No, those are not the plans that the Lord has for them. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> All so right. what is the plans that we have for the rest of this podcast? 
What do you well, think? for the rest of this podcast, we're going to go into um, just a moment of prayer and we'll say our declaration and then we will wish our audience adieu. You know what adieu means? Uh, farewell. Adieu with God. It does? Yeah. Oh. It's in French. Did you take yes, French? I, I, I did. Parlez-vous français? Well, it does mean goodbye, but literally, right? Literally, it's something yeah. coming from the word well, of God. You're a, liter- you're a literary gen- genius. I like etymology. Yeah. Oh, I love etymology. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. All right. Let's go ahead and start our prayer then. <laughs> oh, you, you weren't talking about those like little soybean pods? No. Uh, anyway. Okay, let's pray. (laughs) Father God, Lord, thank you for being in control and carrying us through the things in our lives, the situations that we don't understand and that we can't figure out how it's going to work out, Lord, but you know how it's going to work out. And thank you for keeping the earth going and and for the rain and the the plants that grow and, and all the things that you have provided in our life, Lord, for us to, to be nourished while we're here on this earth, Lord. And we just pray that you would not only just help us to trust in your plan, but also to to help you accomplish whatever plan it is. Help us to be open and to be willing and to be um, a servant for you, Lord, so that your word will prosper in our lives, Lord. We love you and we, we praise your holy name. Amen. Amen. Thank you much for listening and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Renewed Mind Life podcast. We hope you are encouraged and blessed by it. Please like, follow us, and leave reviews wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Visit our website at renewedmindlife.net to subscribe to devotionals, read our blog, and sign up for more information about upcoming courses. God bless you, and may you be renewed in your mind.